Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Christian Apologist Podcast. I am your host, Richard Long. Thank you for tuning in today. If you have not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel or to our podcast, please do so before or after this program. On today's episode, though, we are going to talk about why bad things happen to good people. And the reason I want to talk about this is because of the whole uh, thing that's going on between Russia and Ukraine and, and just life in general. Now, please, if you have just recently went through something that was horrible, a death in the family, um, you know, some bad news about medical um, problems in, inside yourself or with a loved one or finances or anything like that, don't take to heart for what I'm about to say, because what I'm about to give you is not a pastoral answer, okay? If, if you're looking for comfort and, and things like that, you need to go to a preacher, to a pastor, and talk to them. What I'm about to give you is an apologetic response, a philosophical response to why bad things happen to good people. Now, we could go on and just sit there and say simple things such as, you know, bad things happen to good people because free will exists on earth. So therefore, many people choose to do bad things. That's a simple answer. But let's get a little bit more into this. So for instance, the Bible says in, in many different places, it says um, that even our most righteous basically attempts are but filthy rags to God. Um, Jesus says, why do you call me good when there's only one good referring to God? Um, the Bible also says that not even one is righteous. So really, when it boils down to it, even though we might see ourselves or other people as good people from a human perspective, the Bible makes it very clear there's not one that is good. There's not one that is righteous. So technically speaking, bad things don't happen to good people. Bad things happen to bad people because we are all bad. We are all sinners. Um, there is one time something bad happened to a good person, and that was, of course, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus Christ. Um, but bad things don't happen to good people. Not, not literally, not through, you know, biblically speaking, they don't happen. Now, now, let's just put all this aside and let's just go off of the biblical, like not the biblical standard of good people. Let's just go off of what us humans consider what is good people. So, for instance, um, you know, Putin um, evading Ukraine. Now, I want to make this very clear. If you do not believe in God, then you don't have objective morality. Because you have to have God to have objective morality. You have to have a standard that's above ourselves to know what is ultimately good. So that way we can say what is bad, what's ultimately bad. And so without God in the picture, all we can do is just say subjectively that we think things are bad. It's our opinion that things are bad when other opinions are things are good. Um, and I say this because if you look at Putin's situation right now, Putin and Ukraine, um, everyone pretty much almost virtually worldwide agree that what Putin is doing is evil. It's wrong. And I'm not going to get into all the political stance of all this. I hit my mic. All the political stance of this, but really what it boils down to is Putin wants to take over Ukraine and he's bigger. 
than Ukraine, and he's a bully. That's really all it boils down to, and he wants to take it. And pretty much everybody can agree that this is wrong, except for who else? But Putin and maybe those within his circle or maybe all of Russia. I don't know. But we know Putin for sure doesn't think this is a bad thing. So if God does not exist, basically it's just our opinion against Putin's opinion. See, because what Putin thinks he's doing is good for his country. He thinks this is a good thing. He don't see this as a bad thing. Ukraine obviously sees this as a bad thing and a horrible thing. And obviously I do and most mostly everybody else does. But without God's existence, this isn't objectively wrong what Putin is doing. It is only subjectively wrong what Putin is doing. It's our opinions against Putin's opinions. And after that point, it's like, who cares, right? I mean, who cares about your opinion or my opinion or Putin's opinion? Nobody cares. But we all know deep down inside that this is objectively wrong what's going on. And the reason we know that is because the Bible says it was written in our hearts, it's written on our hearts. We don't have to know what is good and what is bad. We don't have to be taught what is good and what is bad. We know from inside what is good and bad, and we know this because it was written in our hearts. That's how we know. So, you know, my daughter even asked the other day, and that's another reason why we're talking about this today, is my daughter even asked the other day that she's gone through some trials here lately, and uh, I'm not going to put her business out there, but she's gone through some trials. And she has asked me, actually, she asked her mother, and I was just in the vehicle when she was asking her mother on the phone, you know, why does bad things keep happening to me? Like it makes her, this is what she said, is it makes it hard for her to believe that God exists or the devil exists, that bad things just happen. And so my wife tells her about, you know, free will. That's why bad things happen. But the ultimate thing is, is, if you don't believe in God, then what you consider bad doesn't mean everybody considers it bad. It's not objectively wrong. It's not objectively bad. It's not objectively evil. It's just what you find to be evil or wrong. Kind of like in the whole Hitler or Stalin, Stalin situation. You know, Hitler and Stalin... They thought what they were doing was great. They thought they were actually helping mankind. I mean, in fact, all dictators always think they're doing something for the greater good to help themselves out or to help them cunt their country out and so forth. No dictator just does things on the whim. They do things because they think it's benefiting them. And so if the rest of the world says no, that is not good, that is evil, what you're doing is wrong, then it's kind of hard to sit there and say there's not an objective morality out there saying this is the standard of good, this is the standard of which we need to be living by, and anything that goes away from that is what is called evil. Now, I'm not saying atheists or people that don't believe in God or the Christian God can't be uh, moral or doesn't know what morality is, obviously they do. And of course they do. It's written on their hearts as well, according to the Bible. But what I'm saying is they have no way of justifying it. So if you're one of these people that don't believe in God or not even the Christian God, but just a God in general or, um, uh, or anything of that sort, then you have no way of justifying what is objectively wrong 
and what is objectively evil. All we can do, all you can do is present what you find subjectively wrong and what you find subjectively evil. Now, Franklin Graham has recently came under fire because he's telling people to pray for Putin, Vladimir Putin. And I just wonder, like, what kind of world have we become? And even Christians have been attacking Franklin Graham, have been attacking Franklin Graham because he said that we need to pay, pray, sorry, losing my words here, pray for Vladimir Putin. And I just don't understand why people are attacking him. I mean, we should be a praying that God does send the Holy Spirit to open his spiritual eyes, ears, his mind, his heart, to help him to see what he is doing is wrong. It is evil and help him to turn from his ways. So I don't understand why so many people are against what Franklin Graham said. Now, he's not saying, let's pray for Vladimir Putin that he succeeds in what he does. He never said that. He's saying to pray for him because he needs God. He needs the Holy Spirit to convict him of what he is doing is evil and it is wrong. So... I mean, I just don't understand what kind of uh, world we have come to that are praying for someone is completely wrong. I mean, and for you Christians out there, that is really surprising because the Bible even says to pray for your enemies. I mean, you can't just go to church on Sundays or read the Bible every now and then or read the Bible all the time and not put into practice what it says. You can't do that and then call yourself a Christian? No, you are what gives Christians a bad name. You need to try to live by the examples that Jesus gave us. You need to try to go by the examples of the Bible. You can't just make claims and go to church and say these wonderful things and sing these awesome songs, listen to the preacher, and then go about the rest of your week and get mad when someone says, pray for this guy that's attacking this other country. That doesn't make no sense. You need to pray for him. People need to pray for Vladimir Putin. Yes, we need to pray for uh, Biden. I'm not a Biden supporter. I'm not a Biden fan. I pray for Biden all the time, though. Him and Kamala Harris, that, that God will give them the knowledge and the wisdom to lead this country down a biblical path. I pray for Ukraine. I pray for Putin. I mean, these are things that we ought to be praying for. I mean, I don't understand how we get, and I understand, I keep saying this, but how did we get to a point where we're going to criticize other Christians for praying for someone that is doing evil, that is causing harm, and just really acting a fool? I mean, yes, we pray for these people. Absolutely, we should be praying for them. My throat's getting a little dry. Got a part of me as I take a drink. But um, I'm hoping that in the next couple of weeks, um, um, I don't know if he goes by an atheist. I can't remember exactly. He's a uh, naturalist. Um, I forgot. But he goes by T-Jump. Me and him have had a conversation before. It's on his YouTube channel. Um, I'm hoping this time I can get it onto our YouTube channel and on our to our podcast. Um, and our discussion is going to be over um, 
what was it going to be over? Because we're trying to narrow it down. Because anytime you sit there and try to have a conversation with an atheist or a debate, and if you don't narrow it down, the conversation goes in so many different directions that it's hard to keep track. So I think we narrowed it down. I want to say the topic was um, the teleological argument, I think is what it's about. The fine-tuning argument of the universe. And I'll make it very clear right now, and I got a lot of hack over this, over one of my uh, really short uh, YouTube clips that I put out there, but by saying that, you know, I'm going to, you know, concede something to all atheists out there right now. But I stand behind what I said. And so basically what I said was, is there's not one single argument out there. There's the teleological argument, the, uh, the moral argument, um, the uh, contingency argument, the ontological argument, um, the argument to the beginning of the universe, how we all got here. All I said was this, all those arguments singly, singularly cannot lead someone from no God to a God. That's all I said. Now it can take you from, well, you know, there's more possibility that it could be a God, but it could also be other things, you know, and I know T-Jump likes to bring up these other things. And so that's why I started posting that video beforehand and I'm saying it now, but what I'm trying to say is if you take all these arguments and you put them together, then the most plausible answer is that there's a God. That's what I'm trying to say. The more plausible answer, if you take all these arguments, put them together, the more plausible answer is that there is a God. Because when it really boils down to it, and if you're ever watching, like going through YouTube or listening to other people and they tell one person or another says, whether it be the Christian apologist or, you know, an apologist from different religions or an atheist, and one of them says that they have the burden of proof or, you know, there's, they got a hundred percent proof that, you know, God exists or atheism is true. It's not. Nobody has the burden of proof. Atheism doesn't have it. Neither do Christians. We don't have the burden of proof. What we do is have arguments that can give you, that lead you to a more plausible answer. And it's up to you to decide on what that plausible answer is. And so um, that should be coming up hopefully in the next two or three weeks. I don't know exactly yet when, but it should be coming up pretty soon. But uh, back to the subject on hand, hopefully my book is coming back out. So I'll throw that out there real quick. You can find it on our website. It's listed down here, down below, uh, scrolling along right down here somewhere. Or it can be found down in the comments. You can find our uh, our uh, website. And as soon as the book comes out, it'll be in the store on there. And once it does come out, I'll be putting it on here as well. So if people want to purchase that book, that'd be great. Um, we also have free information that you can look up on our website as well. You can go there. It's a little cheat sheet that helps you with Christian apologetics. But it's just a short cheat sheet. But it's just the basics to kind of help you get started. If you need help getting started in Christian apologetics. Um, but back to the subject at hand, why do bad things happen to good people? Well, let's go over everything that we talked about. One, no one is good, not even one, according to the Bible. So good things, bad things don't happen to good people. Two, because we do have free will, bad people choose to do bad things. 
and three, it's basically, I'm trying to figure out the right words to say to sum this up, um, the third one, but if God does exist, then there is objective good and there's objectively evil. And so we know what Putin is doing is bad. If God does not exist, there's no objectively good. There's no objectively evil. It's just going to be our opinions against other people's opinions, just like Ukraine's opinion or the rest of the world's opinions against Putin's opinions on what he believes is ultimately good and ultimately bad. But you all have a very blessed week, and God bless.